From the Department of Theater and Film at the University of Mississippi, this is Stage and Screen. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Stage and Screen. I'm your host, Katherine Stewart, and we are kicking off this podcast with a special presentation of Listening in the Shadows, an original five-part radio drama written and performed by our students. This is the first production of our fall 2020 season, and we'll be rolling it out over the first few episodes of the podcast. After that, we'll move to a more traditional format, interviewing students, faculty, staff, alumni, and special guests to bring you an inside look at everything we're creating in theater and film at the University of Mississippi. For now, we're delighted to bring you the first drama of Listening in the Shadows. It's called Femme Fatale. It was written by Gabriella Nieto-Hale and directed by Aaron Stanfill. Without further ado, here is Femme Fatale. You're late. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. Traffic was horrible, and you know, parking is always limited. I told you to be here at 7, and it's nearly 7.10. I know, I'm so sorry. Don't bother looking at the menu. I ordered your food already. Lemon water and a salad. I know you're trying to watch your weight. How dare you... Um... I mean, thank you. I appreciate the gesture. You know, I could have just ordered you nothing. But since I'm so nice, I thought of you. Now, what do we say? Yes, John. Thank you, John. And? I love you, John. Hmm, that was quite the fulfilling meal. Did you enjoy your Caesar salad, Kate? Yes, John. Thank you, John. Well, what do you say we take the car back to my hotel and settle in for the night? Actually, John, I I was wondering if I could drive tonight to thank you for being so kind to me after how late I was. I did have a bit to drink. Why not? Yes, John. Thank you, John. I was hoping we could take a small shortcut to get to the hotel this time. Traffic was so bad earlier and all. I think this is our safest bet. Fine with me. Yes, John. Thank you, John. Kate, this doesn't look like anywhere near my hotel. Look, you could have turned right there and made it in about three minutes. It looks like we're going in the wrong direction. Oh, dear. I'll pull off somewhere and turn around. I'm so sorry, John. God, Kate, I wanted to settle in and relax, and now you've got me wired. Get out and let me drive. No. What the hell do you mean, no? Just let me out and I'll... 
Kate, unlock the doors. Not yet. Kate, let me out now. Kate. Okay. All right, now get in the passenger seat and I'll. The handle won't budge. Unlock the doors so I can drive us back. I'd rather see you run. What the? Where did you get that? Don't point that thing at me. <laughs> Shut up and open the car door, Kate. Who's Kate? What? Oh, don't look so confused. You can't tell me you honestly thought any woman would actually give you the time of day. After the whole, yes, John. Thank you, John. And the frankly less than mediocre sex, I could barely keep up the act. But the thought of seeing this desperate little look on your face was just enough to keep me motivated. The ends justify the means. Kate, I'm willing to put this all behind us if you just put down the gun. <laughs> yes, John. Thank you, John. I love you, John. morning, honey. It's morning. How can that be good? Oh, sleepyhead. I know you hate mornings, but I made some coffee. What would I ever do without you? Probably make your own coffee. <laughs> I need to take this to go. I have to be at the office a little earlier this morning to prepare for the big team meeting. You doing your proposal today? Oh, yeah. It's pretty major. Well, I know you'll do great. I love you, Lucy. I love you too, Adam. Gotta run. Hey, wait. Before you go, there was this letter I found in the mailbox this morning. Something about an invoice for a uh, Kate Carter. It's got her address on it. Do you know anyone by that name? Hmm. Uh, not that I know of. I'll run it by the neighbors later and see if it might belong to them. Maybe they mixed up the house numbers. Yeah. Uh. Maybe. Well. I'm off. Wish me luck. Huh, this one's unaddressed. West Avenue, apartment 38A. Take this key and head there for the truth. Don't let her know. Sign the one that got away. Weird. Maybe this is one of those mystery games Lucy always sends out for. I'm sure she wouldn't mind if I checked it out. Apartment 34, 36, aha, 38. God, what a rush. This apartment looks just like someone really lives here. 
No wonder she loves playing these mystery games so much. New wallpaper, cozy looking living room. Ooh, the bedroom door is cracked open. I should be careful not to tamper with any possible evidence. <laughs> I feel like a real detective. This must be the killer's disguise room. Look at all these wigs and costumes. They are really going all out with these games lately. It's so organized. Burner phones, of course. God, there are so many. Souvenirs from each victim. A wallet, some sunglasses, a Rolex watch. Oh, that's definitely fake. Ooh, fake IDs. Man, these pictures are so bad. Some of these look like skeevy old men. I wonder whose pictures they used. Here's a woman. Maybe she's the killer I'm looking for. Kate Carter, West Avenue, apartment 38A. Yes, and that's score one for Adam. She has to be the killer. Wait, Kate Carter, wasn't that the name on the invoice this morning? And this photo looks so real, almost like... Lucy. Surprise! I really tried so hard to keep you out of this, Adam. Really, I did. I wanted this to be my thing and mine alone. I got this apartment under an alias just to make sure you'd never know. But you had to go snooping around places you aren't supposed to. And now I can't let you out of my sight until you understand where I'm coming from. God, if you knew, if you really knew what it's like out there for a woman, you would get it. Support me. Help me, even. <laughs> All right. You can't speak. <coughs> Lucy, what the hell is going on? I get a letter in the mail this morning telling me to come to this random apartment. I find someone's face on someone else's ID and then you tie me up? Is this part of the game or what? I thought you said you didn't know a Kate Carter. I don't know what else to think Can right I now. Can I speak? When I was fresh out of college, I was looking for a job to make ends meet. I tried to work as a bank teller, a secretary, even a fast food cashier. Nothing stuck. I was dating this guy who said he had some connections that could get me a well-paying job. Well, I just couldn't pass it up. Lucy, what was the job? I was given an address and told to do what I had to do to make sure I was the only person who walked out alive. And I hate to say it, but I kind of liked it. It was hard, sure, but what job isn't hard? I only worked nights and I had so much time to myself. I made bank offing these assholes who nobody was going to miss anyway. Eventually, I broke off from my original company and started my own business. And now I guess they sent my boyfriend after me to ruin it all. Only man I've ever dated who's still living. <laughs> well, except for you.
Lucy, Lucy, baby, you're 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 joking with me here, right? You don't actually run hits on people. Not on people, on bad men. My business is strictly to help women and women only. I do abusive husbands, ex-boyfriends, you name it. No one is missing these jerks, okay? It's for the good of everyone. Plus, I charge pretty steep. I don't maim for 50 bucks, and I definitely don't dismember for 200. But I sometimes do a discount for the occasional single mother. Dismember? Single mother? Women actually pay you to kill men? Am I hearing that right? Of course! You'd be surprised how many women you know have hired me. Just last night, I shot a guy from a sewer down the street. You know the kindergarten teacher? That guy was a real fucking creep, too. You killed someone for Miss Sarah? <laughs> you see, when you say it like that, it sounds so dirty. <laughs> because it is! It is dirty! You killed a man for money! Do you not see how horrible that is? I'd like to think it was admirable. You are crazy if you think murdering someone is even... Close to Admiral. God, I can't even look at you. How could I have married such a monster? You really think I'm a monster, Adam? Maybe not a monster, per se. But that's exactly what you said, isn't it? Luce, let's talk about this. You know, Adam, after five years of marriage, I really thought you'd stay loyal to me. I thought you'd get that this is my calling. I help people. I rid the world of a little evil one man at a time. And sure, it's messy work. But it's necessary work. And if you really loved me, you would understand. But I guess you don't. No, Lucy. I do love you. And, and I do understand. I was just a little shocked at first. I don't think you're a monster. I'll support you. I'll set up victims. If you just untie me, we can talk this through and... I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> Goodbye, Adam. <laughs> I love you, Adam. That was Femme Fatale, the first drama of Listening in the Shadows. Femme Fatale was written by Gabriella Nieto-Hale, directed by Aaron Stanfill, and starred Catherine Long as Lucy, Cord Barlow as John, Don Waller as Adam, and Leah Blevins as the news anchor. Next week, we'll be bringing you drama number two, Merry Morning, so be sure to subscribe so you can hear it as soon as it comes out. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave us a review, tell your friends and family, and don't forget to tune in for the next episode of Stage and Screen. Mm -hmm.